Welcome to AI Marketing, a podcast for sales and marketing professionals that want to increase their sales, leads, and conversions through the use of artificial intelligence solutions. And now, here's your host, Mark Fredelman. The big knock on AI is that it isn't capable of truly having a deep, meaningful conversation. I'd say we're several years from that, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't have an AI marketing and sales strategy. So in my interview today with Jack Kosakowski, we're going to discuss Jack's position that AI should monitor sales and marketing conversations using AI to analyze and act on those conversations. So with that, Jack Kosakowski is actually a good friend of me, a good friend of the show. He's somebody I go to when I have a crazy idea and I want him to try and knock it down. He hasn't successfully knocked down AI, and I think he's got his own kind of uh, position on AI and what you should and shouldn't do. But today, it's about AI monitoring conversations. So, Jack, welcome to the show. Just give us a brief intro of your background. Yeah, so I'm, a, you know, run an agency, a global agency. I run the U.S. division of creation agency, and then we also have another company called SkillsLab.io.io. And um, you know, I always tell people. That you know, if you want to sum it up in the simplest terms, we help companies build brand and then build demand. And uh, you know how we build demand and how we build brand all determine is all determined by the market and you know multiple different things. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know our job is to drive more leads, which essentially drives more sales conversations. And if we can't do that as an agency, then you know we don't keep clients very long. Okay, wonderful. So. I'm going to try and understand your position here, and I'll kind of summarize it and provide an example of, of something. I've actually seen this work uh, several years ago, but what you're trying to say is instead of producing chatbots and Alexa type of tasks and skills and, and whatever uh, AI functionality that, that is out there with Alexa and Google and, and uh, obviously Facebook, that you should be using AI to kind of monitor sales and marketing conversations to analyze and act on those conversations. And yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I've actually seen this work. Uh, another friend of mine, Val Afshar, he's now chief evangelist at Salesforce. He actually set up AI to monitor all the routers that were around his company. And when the routers weren't working or something was wrong with them or the reach wasn't far enough, these routers would somehow talk to people and tell them they're either down or the, the reach wasn't going far enough. And then that would tell the IT team to go replace them or fix them or, or move them around the, the office. I thought that was brilliant, a very simple use case, but this is like eight years ago, uh, which I thought was, was brilliant. Well, actually, uh, you know, this is a little off topic of sales and marketing, but you know that Honeywell, I just read, they actually have AI built into airplanes now. So the wait time has dramatically decreased as they've implemented these AI capabilities, which tell them, you know, a month before, uh, if a part's starting to go bad in a plane, it actually alerts the, uh, their mechanics to say, hey, make sure we, we replace this. So what happens is instead of them being reactive and having to pull a plane over, you know, right when the plane's supposed to go out and they say, oh, that part's not working right, you know, they're now alerted a month before so that they can get that part replaced before it gets to the point where it's reactive and it's more proactive. So, you know, just thinking about AI in general, every aspect of our life, 
is affected by that, just the amount of time it takes to get on a plane, right? Like, yeah, I was something like that for for eating, right? When I you eat, eat. <laughs> I'm sure they'll have it. I'm sure they do. Or you haven't exercised enough. I, I want something like that. But go ahead. Yeah, my Orange Theory app does that for me now. I think it knows. It's got like AI built into it. it I know. I notice it's constantly going off when I'm with you. That means you're not getting in there. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think that the evolution of so let's just think about this. Um, you know, conversations, and you know, we can think about it in two ways. You know, marketing messages that happen online, right? We can you know analyze. And there's a lot of different content and copy and AI bots and so forth you can use. But let's think about it like offline conversations. So, you know, salespeople have generally been traditionally coached, right? They've got a sales leader that has to, you know, be on the call at the same time and they have to, you know, listen and kind of coach as the call happens. And if they're not on that call, um, unless it's recorded and they've got time to go back and listen to it, right? But then on top of that, like, you know, the coach is listening to something and they're giving their opinion, but it's not data-driven based on, uh, you know, a sales approach that's worked over and over. And I'm going to give you some examples here so, you know, so I don't lose you. But essentially, you and I are, are on sales calls all the time. Um, imagine if you had AI where it built in and it listened to your sales call. And just for example, it told you that you talked 60% of the time and the, buyer and the prospect only talked 40% of the time. You know, that alone is a big thing, right? There's an 80-20 rule in sales. How much time did you talk versus how much time did the buyer talk? Well, especially so, benchmark it against the top performing salespeople. Exactly, 100%. So what this AI does is, you know, what, what you can do now and how the top sales teams are really scaling at a fast rate is they're actually using this software, like uh, Course.ai is a really good example. Um, Selfish Plug, they're one of our clients, so I, I know their software very well. Uh, but essentially, you, you can plug this into Zoom, which we're using to actually record this podcast right now, and we can analyze this whole conversation. What will happen is the AI will actually um, record it, transcribe it. So if we wanted to take the text out, right, and go use it on something else, or we, you know, maybe some people don't like to listen to something and they just want to read what the conversation was, so they can kind of scan through it. But then the next thing is it analyzes and then predicts. So, um, for example, there's a lot of data now that courses come out with that helps sales uh, leaders and the salespeople to analyze when their competitors are mentioned. And if a competitor is mentioned, here's what the data says you should say when that happens as a rebuttal to that competitor. So there's all these new ways that we have conversations, whether that's online or offline, that AI can actually analyze what we're saying and predict what we should be saying to optimize the success of our communication, which essentially, if you can do that, you optimize your sales, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's very well said. I think this is certainly something somebody should be tackling. It sounds like your client is starting to tackle it. I, I didn't even think about the analytical part of it, uh, so that's very true. I mean, I would love to see my top performing salespeople analyzed against people that are just beginning or people that uh, have been in the business long enough and don't seem to be uh, doing well when they're talking to prospects. So it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful idea. Have you seen this? In practice yet, I know you said your client is starting to do it, but do you have any other specific examples of, of where this might be occurring? I mean, it's recurring, you know, it's occurring for compliance reasons, right? So uh, think about um, companies that have to be on the phone and maybe there's privacy information, right? A healthcare, Medicare, and 
you know, you have to make sure that your, your people aren't saying the wrong things or they're not giving you wrong, the way the wrong information. So let's say you've got a call center of a thousand people that are having conversations. You, your managers can't, they cannot, they have no time to be on all the calls at one time, right? Just not, it's just not possible. So imagine them being able to, the AI to monitor compliance, just as an example. There's so many um, different ways that you can use it. I mean, I think that the future of what we're going to see is you're going to actually be talking to an AI bot sooner than later, right? I mean, it's, you know, you're already seeing that cold calling is starting, you know, Google's got a cold calling uh, platform that they're working on, right? Where it's going to be like just robots calling you and talking to you to a certain extent and being able to, being able to hear what you say and then read it, you know, and then have an actual conversation with you. The future is bright. I mean, you know, think about marketing as a whole. I mean, if you look at what marketing, what Drift is doing um, in sales and marketing, you know, essentially they're putting bots, you know, you're, you're going to a landing page now. They have these new landing pages where they call them conversational landing pages. And essentially you go there and it starts a conversation with you. And it actually, you know, without even being programmed, really, it, the AI built into it can actually comment back to you based on what you're saying and what you're looking for. And you can essentially almost eliminate an SDR right now or a sales development rep or a business development rep because they can, this bot can almost have a live conversation with you on somebody's website as a real time. Yeah, I mean, do you have, I, I've seen those and I've actually experimented with them. Do you have an example of somebody that builds them? Is there a templatized approach to it or is it somebody that's programming that behind the scenes? Um, you know, I think it's just their software. You know, if you go to Drift, actually you can, they have a free trial on there. It's really interesting. Okay, so let's drift.co, I believe, right? Or is it something? Uh, drift.com, I believe. Okay, well, we'll put it in the uh, show notes, but uh, that's an excellent example of a landing page bot. Um, when people think of, I think if they think of bots, they think of Facebook bots, but absolutely there's Slack bots, there's other bots that are out there. And well, I think it's just, it's the experience. You know, people want a quick experience. And yeah. I think on top of that, they don't want to be sold anymore. I mean, people are really sick of being sold. So if you can deliver information in a way that gives them such an experience and gives it to them immediately and answers their questions immediately, I mean, there's so many different upsides to that for, for an organization. One is you get to cut labor, right? <laughs> so it's less people that you have to have doing monotonous tasks that are just like, you know, answering questions. You can let the AI do that for you. And then the other thing is just how many, um, how much more effective can you be in delivering people stuff without an actual human interaction screwing that up? Yeah, I, th I think you nailed it with the, the landing page. I mean, one of the things that I see is that there's some really good landing pages out there, but they, they're static. I mean, they only apply to one or maybe two avatars that you're sending there. If you have an on-demand landing page where you could actually ask it questions, it can go in several different directions and appeal to several avatars that you're sending there. And then there's no need really for follow-up email sequences because you can still engage them in the bot somehow. Maybe if it's tied to Facebook, it's the Facebook engagement uh, through, through a Facebook bot. If it's Drift, I think you can move from landing page to Facebook bot, uh, maybe not directly, but indirectly. Uh, so don't don't take me to task, everyone, if, if I'm wrong there. But <laughs> I would check that out. But this is the direction I think we should be taking, Jack. One is, you know, to combine all of that data, uh, whether it's cost data, performance data, you know, maybe even get into conversational tone and what you said about 
how much time somebody's spending talking to a sales prospect. And you look at all of those dependencies and you use it to generate meaningful notifications. And those notifications go to human beings. I don't know how far we can take this AI thing. I think you take it pretty far in, in the future, but right now, I think you're just trying to get it to a point where it's an actionable notification uh, to somebody, a human, that can act on it. I kind of liken this to lead scoring within CRM systems and marketing automation systems. You could probably set up a system that is taking all of this data and come up with specific actionable alerts to humans. And I think the top maybe 10 could be even automated. The resolution could be automated because if you're seeing the same 10 things happen all the time in the same type of sequence, the bot probably could resolve it if it's simple enough. And, and that way it's easier for our frontline people uh, to monitor and deliver uh, you know, uh, responses. And, and I think that, that makes it better for everyone. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's so many, I think this is where we got to be careful is kind of the shiny tool syndrome, right? Is um, I'm, I'm kind of like from the proof, like I like to do things when they're kind of like proven out to, to a certain extent. Like I'm not one that's like a first mover. I don't, you know, I don't like to be the first one on a platform typically. Um, I don't like to be the first one to test the technology. But what I do like to do is kind of see that, hey, there's a little bit of momentum here. Okay, now it's got my attention. So I think, you know, just from a simple standpoint, like everybody should have a bot on their website, right? I mean, you should have a simple bot so that, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if somebody wants to ask a question on your website and it's 10 standard questions that at the least it says, it pops up and says, hey, how are you? Do you have any questions? And, you know, real time during the day, you can have somebody man that bot just to make sure that you're you know, getting people real time that aren't going to fill out a form on your site, but just have a quick question, getting them before they leave and go to your competitors. But on top of that, I think, you know, when you're not there, at least if the bot pops up and it has a little bit of live interaction, you can get some engagement. And then you can say to them, hey, here's our FAQ form. It's got a lot of questions. You know, leave your email address here and we'll, somebody will will get to you in the morning. I mean, at the simplest level, that's a great way to start to use, you know, the automation and the AI bots um, without using them, you know, in depth without, with little resources like most people have or little knowledge and bandwidth. Yeah, I totally agree. I do think everyone should have a bot. Surprised to hear you say that actually, but I'm glad you're, you're starting to jump on board. I think you've seen some of the benefits from our clients and, and our mutual clients that we've had before. Um, my final question before um, we get into my a standard question that I have for everybody at the end of the show is, you know, how do you see this playing out in the next couple of years and how will it benefit organizations? It's, it's endless, right? I mean, one of the things that I'm really excited about is video creation, right? And how you can insert, you know, just for example, there's a DJI app and I can't, it's called the quick app on, on mobile. So if you want something really, really cool and you like, just for example, family vacation, you just drop in multiple video snippets and this thing actually takes all your videos and it turns it into video, uh, one solid video. It takes multiple little videos and then it puts it in one video, it tells a story with some copy and text and you can change it. But it, it actually reads your adventure and your journey and takes it and makes a video out of it. Um, yeah, it's called Quick, Q-U-I-K app. It's, it's phenomenal. Isn't, um, I know Microsoft OneDrive is already starting to do that. Google's starting to do, do that, but is this like taking it to the next level? 
I mean, I think it's taken it to the next level um, in the very, very beginning stages. Uh, I think that that is just the cool way that these apps can actually tell a story for you through content creation, right? I mean, there's um, other apps out right now that will actually write blogs for you, right? You can put in some notes and it'll take your notes and conglomerate them. There's so many different ways, I think, but everything is like in its infancy. So in the next two years, it'll be really interesting to see what type of resources marketing and sales teams actually you know, put into an AI team. Because I think it's not something, you know, this is something that somebody's got to be really dedicated to. And, you, you know, I know this working with you guys is that, you know, some of these bot programs can take weeks, right? They have to be really well thought out. The messaging has to be dynamic. And you really have to understand your industry and you actually have to understand how people communicate, especially online when you're building up like a Facebook bot. So there's a lot of, there's a technical aspect to it that I think until people start to dedicate resources and hire people that have that experience, you know, most people aren't going to see a lot of results from AI. But I think that's where it's going to go in the next two years is you're going to see a lot of resources allocated towards the AI aspect of business. Yeah, I agree. Um, one of the things that you, you mentioned was, you know, trying to get it right. We've never gotten it right the first go around. We've always had to adjust and readjust and continue to adjust because these AI bots are, are not human beings and uh, they make a lot of mistakes. But once the, the beauty of them is you can monitor and you can fine tune very, very quickly. It's, it's not that difficult. My answer to the question, Jack, is I think uh, because of all of the information that's out there, I don't know about you, but I'm drowning in it and, and I get caught up in things that I shouldn't be caught up in and I lose focus sometimes. My, my thinking in the next couple of years is that AI is going to help us focus on what's important uh, for our jobs and, and who we should be focused on in terms of prospects and making sure that we, we understand who we're going to lose, who we're going to win. Uh, who's having issues that we should be addressed. So it, it, I, I believe it's going to help us focus on the, whatever our goals or objectives are within the organization. That's where I really think it's going to head. It's going to take some time, maybe two to three years, but I know that there are plenty of people that are working on that. And we're going to have some of them on the show. So I think the benefit to organizations is it's so noisy out there. It's so distracting and there's so much going on. It's really hard to pinpoint what you should be working on as an organization in terms of your objectives and goals. So I, I think that's where it's headed. I don't know if you have any final thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, predicting prospects and all that, that stuff's already here. Um, it's just, you know, how good is it going to get? You know, I think, like I said before, it's just infant, lots of things are in the infancy stage. And, um, you know, it's just kind of waiting for the, the kinks to get worked out. Okay. Our standard final question, final, final question, Jack, is in 100 words or less, what is your favorite AI solution, program, chatbot, Alexa skill. Do you have anything that you want to bring up? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to plug course.ai here for sales teams. I think, you know, even in any, anybody inside the organization that wants to analyze how the conversations that you guys are having externally and internally, and you want to be able to analyze them and, and improve in communication with whether that's prospects or, you know, other colleagues, it's phenomenal. And, uh, you got to check it out, course.ai. The other thing I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of is, you know, these Facebook Messenger apps, MiniChat, uh, MobileMonkey. A lot of these are, are are really simple. They're simple to use. They're not. I would not. When I say simple to use, is they're simple to get started. They're really really hard um, once you get into the 
the process of building out dynamic conversation workflows inside of them. But I think, you know, the ease of use just to get started on them is pretty cool. And uh, I think, you know, hopefully they'll get easier to use. But people that figure that stuff out, they're really going to have the competitive advantage, especially if they're running ads and their target demographics heavily on Facebook. That's an excellent segue into what I was going to say, Jack, is I I think uh, anyone interested in doing a chatbot, especially on Facebook or even their own website, should check out our our chatbot. There's a link to it in the show notes, but you can just go to Fanatics Media on Facebook and just hit the message button and you'll jump right in. You kind of explore on your own. Um, Lastly, I'm going to leave everyone with a marketing quote. This is one that uh, I take to heart. Uh, This is also relevant to the political sphere that we're living in today. Uh, Manufacture a threat and you can sell it solution. So that's it for today. Jack, thank you so much for being on the show. And um, geez, brother, just look forward to working with you and uh, getting more and more into AI as, as, as we proceed into the future. For sure, man. Thanks for having me.